The Gospel today is in clear contrast with the one we read yesterday and what I was saying about the right way and the wrong way of seeking Christ. You know, Herod was seeking to know who Jesus was out of curiosity, but not really trying to follow him. Whereas Peter here, we see how he professes his faith in Christ after having actually taken a certain risk, leaving everything behind, his job, his family, to follow the Messiah, to follow Christ. And after, you know, uh, kind of reporting back to Jesus, well, this is what people say that you, who you are. Um, now he says, you are the Messiah, the Christ of God. Now, obviously for, for the Jewish people in that time, uh, the, the, the title of the Messiah was very politically laden. Uh, it was to be, as they believed, a military leader mostly, who would liberate Israel, gather the tribes, defeat the Roman conquerors. And so that explains why Jesus is so um, stern in telling them you shouldn't, you don't, you shouldn't tell anybody about this. You know, and you're right in saying that I am the Christ, but you're not, you're not supposed to tell people because the reason is they will misunderstand the kind of Messiah he is. Um, before the crucifixion, before the cross and the resurrection, you know, people listening, hearing that he was the Messiah, would just start gathering an army behind him. Uh, and so he would com they would completely misunderstand the, the true sense of um, messiahship or messiah that he would be. Now for the Israelites in that time, um, a messiah that is crucified, that is, that is defeated, is basically an, an, a contradictory term. It's, it's a non-messiah. You know, he couldn't be a, a someone who would you know, unify an Israel and lead it to victory by being defeated, but obviously they read this in a very horizontal political way. They were not uh, able to understand yet before the, the Passover and the coming of the Spirit in what sense the cross would be a liberation, right? Um, now, maybe my reflection on, or the way I think you could, we could meditate on this gospel, that is, it's not easy to meditate on, is, is just to, number one, to marvel at the fact that Jesus being the Son of God, um, decides to appeal to people's freedom and conscience to follow Him, right? He, the kind of Messiah He chooses to be, He could have been a, a very uh, overwhelming Messiah. He could have been someone who, through His miracles and His ability to, to, you know, to control people by His power if He wanted, He could have won people's favor. In, in any way. Uh, now, he decided clearly not to overpower everybody, not to overwhelm them with his miracles or to, you know, silence his enemies and kind of, you know, through the, his divine power simply um, overcome them. He, and why? Well, because he, I think he wanted to appeal to people's freedom and their sense of goodness and, and of truth. He wanted, he wanted people to follow him f freely and not by coercion. And he could have done that, but he appealed to their uh, sense of goodness. Um, now, making that bet, uh, appealing to people's sense of goodness and, 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 and justice, uh, had also the reverse side or the, you know, the flip side of accepting the cross. It, since people could reject him, uh, since authorities could uh, reject him, then that means that he would have to suffer for that, which would not only be difficult for him, but also for his disciples, for us, right? Uh, mm -hmm.
Well, I think that some meditations like this one can be uh, a good occasion to not only to draw a lesson, but to admire God, to, um, to admire the Son of God, to marvel at His heart, His personality, His character, the fact that He is so good, that He's so respectful, that He can keep His power in check when there's nobody to oppose Him. He could have so easily, like, you know, with a snap of His fingers, overcome everybody. And yet He ch has chosen this patient path to convict even His enemies that He's truly the one who's come from the Father, right? So, the first thing you can do is just, just take that time in meditation to, to think of this and <laughs> admire his, his greatness and His holiness. And also, at times I think of it this way, that uh, what, um, what a gift it is from God to be able to keep uh, in check my own tendency to overpower or to, you know, or to say things in a very direct and blunt way, for example. Many times, you know, when we hold ourselves back, it's because we, you know, other people keep us in check. There's people who have more authority or, or, we, or we fear some reaction from other people. They're right there in front of us. But maybe when they're removed, when we can post things online, we can say things that are, can be very hurtful, you know, or, or very blunt, very, very um, out of, maybe out of line. Um, how difficult it is to keep our own words or expressions in check when nobody is you know, in, there in front of us to, to respond to us, right? And, and so it, it, Jesus does that, that all the time, necessarily, because there's no one who could really oppose Him. Well, what a great thing, what a great gift would it be to receive that gift from Him.